with the good time of buds with some interesting news especially after our last episode time to change our perspective looks like we're changing our perspective ladies and gentlemen we have to move out of our house right after we got it all set up the way we like it right meow yeah basically so we uh over the past two weeks we've been uh, cleaning the shit out of our house (laughs) Cleaned up the whole backyard, scrubbed every baseboard, door, floor, window, window ceiling. Everything. Took us two weeks, and we got it done. Took us two weeks after work. Yeah. After working long, fucking shitty days at work. Weekends, it took a... We missed playoff football, ladies and gentlemen. We missed quite a bit of playoff football. We missed quite a bit of playoff football to clean our fucking house. Because, uh... Because we had to have full days outside. Had to, especially because, yeah. We had, like, to take shit, we had to take four loads to the dump. <sighs> it was rough. The so, sweet drive to the dump, though. Sweet drive I'm to the gonna, dump on Cape Creek. Yeah. But uh, we'll lay it out for you. So we, I got back on fucking... Tuesday. Well, I got back on January 2nd. She came on January 5th, I believe. Is that right? Yeah, because I got back You had only been back Saturday. for three days. Yeah, I got back Saturday. The next day was the third, fourth, fifth was Tuesday. Yeah, damn. So, I got back on the second. Kevin had been back since the 26th, but I mean, we started the new year. We're here. We're settled in. And then, so, I got back on a Saturday. That Sunday, we went and picked up all that shit we talked about last week. Put it up in our house. Our house is looking beautiful. And she comes by, she says she's coming by Tuesday to what she exact what exactly did she say? We were supposed to sign a new lease. Yeah. She wanted to inspect the house and then also Russ had moved out so she wanted to talk about that. Yeah. Um just I mean she just wanted to come by and see the house basically. And we were feeling good cuz we had cuz <coughs> we found out about it Monday, which was the day after we got our house set up exactly the way we like and we're like we got this thing fucking locked. Yeah. So we cleaned the house, scrubbed down the bathrooms, did all the stuff but didn't do a deep clean. And so she came in while I was gone. You were here. Yeah. She came in in a bad mood. Which is not great. Yeah. I mean, did not like the state of the front yard. Thought that that tree was dead, but it's not dead. It's just winter. It's dormant. Um, didn't like that the bushes were overgrown, which whatever I get. But, and then just came in in a bad mood. Didn't like the condition of the house. Pointed out every little thing that she could see wrong. Didn't like me, didn't really, wasn't different to me, like, didn't care about me, and then you got here and she did not like you. She did not like me, and it's not like I did anything. No, we were just agreeing We were following her around as she's pointing out things. We've all got our masks on, so we can't even really see each other. Yeah. And she's telling me things, and I'm nodding along like an active listener should. It's the polite way to behave. And then she started nodding along with me, and she's like, you're being sarcastic. You're making fun of me. And I was like, what? No, yeah. not at all. 
and she was and she just like was getting on my case and it's like I don't know what I did but she was not happy she was not happy and so and she was here for quite some time yeah and then uh, she goes looks like I'm not going to be renewing your lease I need you guys out by January 31st yeah so <laughs> we, were, we were hit with a pretty big bomb bombshell pretty good start to 2021 baby strong Right after last week where we're talking about fucking making moves. Making money moves. Although, we are making moves. Although now we can't make house. money moves because we're going to be saving money. She raised the rent again here. Yeah, we're going to be saving money at whatever new place we get. Most Yeah, easily save. yeah. But uh, anyways, huge shock. And so that night, Kevin and I just sort of like sat there and then we're like, all right, well, we got to at least give it a shot. Let's clean the fuck out of this house in the backyard, in the front yard. And do every last thing possible because we love this house so much. So if you guys could see our whiteboard, we'll probably post it on the Instagram. I think it's a worthwhile little yeah. picture. But uh, every single day of the week, including weekends, we scheduled out sort of the sections of the house we'd take care of. And uh, cross it off one day by day. We literally did not take a day off in the last two weeks. Just straight cleaning. We'd get off of work. And then we'd clean for two to <laughs> six Eight hours if we're talking weekends. <laughs> yeah. Long, just, anyways. Saturday, we pretty much worked sun up to sundown. Yeah. Our fingers were fucking sore from just getting stabbed by everything in the fucking... Everything here has got fucking stickers <sighs> on it. My finger was swollen for a full week. To where I thought, like, did I get stung by a scorpion? Like, the swelling should definitely be down by now, and it just, it finally went down now, but it took a long time. But, uh, so we just cleaned the shit out of our house sent her a nice email about how we're super sorry and, you know, we feel, you know, we should have taken better care of her house and all that and she didn't even, she wasn't even willing to come look at it. She just sent us back a cold fucking email about how, as stated in the lease agreement, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, all right, fair enough, but really, like, we paid during COVID. We fucking have been super low maintenance. They've never gotten calls on us. No. Nothing. And, but she was just having none of it. So, um, the boys are moving on up to the yep, east side. To the east side, which in retrospect is going to be better because that's where everything is. That's where everything is. Yeah. I mean, We're excited about it. We're super sad to miss his house. Our rooftop viewing has oh, been the best. Top notch. And, uh, so, but we got to move. And, uh, so we're going to look at a house tonight, uh, with our good friend Clark, who's going to show us around. And then we're putting in an application for a slightly longer shot uh, place out in Chandler. And there's a few options we could have with this, but we won't really know more about it till Thursday. So that's what we're, that's what we've been doing. And that's what we're doing. We're moving on out from uh, area 51 to a new, uh, most likely apartment or townhouse, which, uh, we obviously prefer it'll a house. Be interesting. It'll be interesting. But the nice thing is now it means that we can pretty much live there just the two of us. We don't have to worry about finding a third roommate. There's definitely some positives. Yeah. I've never lived in an apartment other than the apartment with Andy. Yeah. But I was almost never there. Yeah. I lived in an apartment in Nashville and it was fine. I really never heard my neighbors. This one crazy neighbor I had kept bringing me stuff, giving it to me. Like most of my drawers and shit all came from him. <laughs> but uh Yeah, never lived there as with one of the boys, that's for sure. Yeah. So that's gonna be 
it's going to be interesting. I'm going to find a place to do band practice. But in all other retrospects, I think we're going to save some money. We're going to be closer to our friends, closer to work. Uh, it really could be good, but ah, I'm going to miss this house. Yeah. Finally got it exactly the way we liked it. Now we're moving on out. I'm interested to see what the house looks like tonight. Yeah. I hope it's cool. Or the townhouse. I hope it's dope. Yeah, I hope it's super cool, and I hope... Uh, I mean, Clark said it's first come, first serve, and she hasn't had any offers as of about two hours ago. So, either that means people don't want to make offers on it, or... We're well, just, she, yeah, we're, she, they, she did just have an application that fell through. Oh, that's so, true. I mean, somebody applied for it, but... I mean, it looks like it's in a nice neighborhood. Yeah. It looks like it might be on kind of a busy street, but it's got, a, like, its own parking lot. Yeah. So it's not, like, on street. It's not street parking. And then, I don't know. It's got a community pool. Community pool, which will be cool. And uh, it's got, it's it's got three, three bedroom, bedrooms, which will so be So we'll nice. actually have a place for a music room slash podcast studio. And I think it's carpeted. So, so it, won't like, be it won't be as echoey, which we're looking forward to. Um, double pane windows. Which is a plus. Yeah, hey. Holds the cold in or holds the heat in. Keep that heat out, baby. Keep that heat. So that's where we're at, uh, ladies and gentlemen. We, uh, this was a big shock to us, and it's like, (laughs) it never fucking ends. It never ends. Like, every time Kevin and I are starting to make some moves upward, something comes and just slaps us right in the dick. (laughs) And, uh, I mean, obviously things could be worse, but, uh, pretty frustrating, um, but again, there are definitely some positives that we'll get out of it, so we're going to look on that side of it. Yeah, oh yeah. It's going to be interesting trying to get our deposit back because <sighs> I think Luana's being extra nitpicky to try to just get repairs that A, aren't our fault, and B, aren't necessary to rent. Yeah. And so we don't know exactly what's going to happen with that, but it's gonna, probably going to be a little bit frustrating. Oh, I'm sure it's going to be a lot frustrating. She does not seem like she's very fun to work with. No, she seems like a nightmare. Yeah. But we've been nice to her, and we've been doing all the right things that you should be doing with a landlord. Um, but, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> even talking about it puts me at a loss for words. She's tough, dude. She's a tough customer. We went and played pickleball the other day, which did make me excited about moving in that, like, we, can, we might be in a cooler neighborhood where we can go play pickleball or be younger people. Young and will vibrant that, people like us. Will at least be uh, near Harrison where we can go play on weekends. Yeah, play some pickleball on weekends. Get some fucking, get a workout in. Yeah. Maybe do some push-ups even. Got to. You don't got to. No, you got to. No, you got to. And, uh, yeah, Harrison, I'll go hit the mountain pretty soon. That doesn't really have anything to do with it, but I'm just thinking out loud. Um, and there's some cool, Chandler's definitely a cool area if that's where we end up going or no, today's in Tempe. Yeah. Which, which be cool. it's still closer, and Tempe's a younger town, and if it's in a nice neighborhood, that's really all that matters. Yeah. Like, that's one thing you really got to think about when you live in the city, <coughs> is just, like, neighborhoods fucking matter. Like, in Dayton, everything's sort of one big neighborhood, or you're on the outskirts of town. Yeah. But when you're actually in a and, like, Corvallis, the same, like, there's not really bad parts of Corvallis, they're all just Corvallis. Yeah. But, uh... Here, there's definitely good and bad parts of town. Parts of town where it's like, you're going to get killed if you live there. And uh, But I think the places we're looking are pretty good. Um, so we just got to figure out how we're going to store it all. 
Um, if we move into the Riviera, maybe we get a storage uh, storage unit. Storage unit. <coughs> maybe we go on storage wars. I mean, we've got options. We just, got, we just need like a cool catchphrase and like personas. Mm-hmm. Like you got the husband-wife team. You got, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got the old guy, the collector. You got that guy with his just giant truck and douchebag son. You need those things. So Kevin and I, we're the good time of butts, I guess. Yeah. So, what's it going to mean, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> yeah. You guys remember when we first moved here and you could go back in smoke sessions and look for smoke sesh whatever, Arizona where we discussed when we first moved here, our stuff was barely unpacked, if it was unpacked at all. And uh, we talk about, like, what's going to happen and who are we going to meet. And now we know who we've met, but now we're embarking on a new what's going to happen. A new what's going to happen. And I, it's safe to say that the what's going to happen from last time went pretty successfully. And so I'm optimistic about this one, especially because we're moving closer to our friends, um, closer to the music scene, closer to the comedy scene. Uh, all good things. So, uh, an apartment will be different. My cat is going to have to learn how to be inside all the time again. Uh, but she'll be all right. Um, she was born in the darkness. Uh, <laughs> and I think it's going to work. Oh, yeah. And if it's in a smaller apartment for way cheaper, then we save money. If it's in a bigger apartment, we get a third bedroom and still save a little bit of money. And, uh, <clears throat> I mean, Tempe, that's pretty close to my work. It sounds like it's pretty close to your work. Yeah. Um, or Chandler, which is still not bad. So, we're going to see what happens. We still, you know, have no idea which place we're going to go with yet. And, you know, who knows? Maybe they both fall through and we got to keep looking. <laughs> no, in we're our s- luck, that's probably how it's going to yeah, go. Yeah, we're, spo- we're supposed to be out of here the 31st. <laughs> Technically, she didn't say we had to be out till the 31st on January 5th which definitely gives us till the 5th because legally you get 30 days and if it's from a written warning which I think legally it is then we have till like the 14th of February hopefully it doesn't come to that hopefully we can just fucking move and get this stupid shit done with but uh I mean if we have to leave if we have to lean on the legalese we're gonna we're gonna make it work we're gonna figure out places for our art that is just as decorative and classy. Emphasis on classy. I don't know. It's going to be sweet, though. It's going to be sweet. Parking, we'll see what parking's like. Because parking here is excellent. There's <laughs> always a place to park, and <clears throat> parking is a thing. Yeah. Like when you don't always have a place to park, it fucking sucks. Yeah. Even if you have a par- place to park, but it's far away... That sucks too. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what that's gonna mean. I just feel like an athlete. Because Drink you bought that sweet, sweet Gatorade bottle. Yeah, I got a sweet Gatorade bottle like the athletes use. Yeah, you could squirt it right in your mouth. Just squirt. Yeah, it's fucking. It's almost like if you had a helmet on, you could use it just as effectively. Yeah, I use. I used it when we were playing pickleball, and I think it made me play better. Definitely more hydration. Yeah, it's like... Way com- more hydration. It's just the confidence boost. I'm like, yeah, I'm an athlete. I could fucking do I'm this. an athlete. I'm playing pickleball on a tennis court. I mean, we basically... That's how this is done. We basically swept Harrison and Nicole. True that. They beat us once, but we got lackadaisical. We got lackadaisical. We might have got lackadaisical. Yeah. Definitely relax on what we're going to do. But then that last game, where we actually hustled, mm-hmm. it was fun. We made it happen. 
And uh, Harrison wants to go to the public courts and start challenging Still challenge, folks. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're going to hustle some so, hustle some midgets on Latinos at pickleball. That'll be interesting. The see, the thing about pickleball is you can't necessarily spike it because spiking A is super hard because you can't get right up against the net. You have yeah. to do it from a distance because there's a neutral zone that you can't infringe upon. <laughs> so those are factors. Pickleball is a hell of a game. It's the rising sensation in the nation. Um, we, we all have sweet paddles. All got sweet paddles. We're just fucking out there paddling. I got game. the new fit. Blur. I got the fucking dragon slayer. Yeah, you did. Harrison's got the massacre. What's it called? Ma- masonry? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Messiah. It's not that good. Let's just say that. Um, it's the same brand as mine, but it's different. Same but different. Sure. We were talking about Kevin and I were up on the roof on Saturday. Getting a little weird. Saturday. Saturday was a day. Saturday was a day. <sighs> and uh, anyways, we were up there and we're like, there are people who are never going to get to come visit this house. Yeah. We think about Tyson. Tyson's not going to get to come see it. Tyler. Tyler. Tyler's not going to get to come see it. Fergani's seen it. Fergani's but never seen stayed it. here. Yeah. Devin has seen it. Devin's seen Allie it. Allie never saw Allie it. Allie never saw it. Has your dad seen this house? Yep. Okay. I, maybe yeah, that's I it. watched Mark Norman with him here once, actually. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we were all here. So, too bad. Most excellent. But uh, that's motivation for Tyler and Tyson to uh, fucking See the next get one. down here and come visit us. We got places. What places to crash? I got a cot. We might even have carpet in our new place, which is a better place to crash than our hard tile. Maybe get an air mattress. Ooh. We're feeling adventurous. Feeling sassy. Yeah. So anyways, that's... uh, It's going to be sweet. That's where we're at. It's going to be sweet. We've got uh, the fucking NFC and AFC championships coming up. Yeah. Football's just been great. Football's been great, even though we didn't get to watch really the last two weeks. But it's been fun to watch. The Pats aren't in it. Tom Brady's making a run with the Bucks, which is pretty intriguing to watch. Yeah. Like, for real. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, Tom Brady, and Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. That's four pretty goddamn good quarterbacks. No shit. Josh Allen just proving everybody wrong. I'm 100% in on the Bills. I want mm-hmm. the Bills to take the whole thing. I like... Like the other teams I are all right, but... Bills and Packers Super Bowl, so bad. I would like that. Fucking, um... <coughs> Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs are just best friends. And if you guys watched the post-game fucking <laughs> conference, uh, they were just ragging... They, like, they were all talking about how they're just, like, big kids who like playing yeah. football, and then they immediately they, proved they, it. Yeah, they literally are best They, like, friends. showed each other around, just sucking each other's dicks. And so I want to see those two fucking win a Super Bowl. Yeah. And honestly, I've got no problem with Buffalo. Bill's Mafia. Bill's sweet. Mafia, baby. Yeah. That's, that's a Bill's fan. That's a Bill's fan. Yeah. I want, I'm rooting for... I'm all in on the Bills. I'm all in on the Bills. And then after that, probably either the Packers or the Bucks. 
Yeah, I don't even really want to root for Tom Brady, but I do because he's I doing do. it with a different team. Yeah. So I respect the fucking shit out of yeah, that. Yeah, it would be it would be sweet to see him win a seventh ring yeah. with another. It's like, damn. It's like he still got it. I mean, that proves a lot considering the Bucks haven't even fucking made it to one of those conference champ or fucking conference championships. Yeah, since uh, two thousand two. Um, since nineteen ninety seven. Tom Brady's been to more NFC Championship games than the Cowboys. I saw that. <laughs> That's classic. That's wild. So it's going to be... Next weekend's going to be fun. I mean, we're probably going to be packing, touring, who knows. But I mean, maybe we're going to... moving. Maybe moving. I mean, honestly. So we're going to just keep our eyes on the game. Keep our eyes on the prize. But yeah, Bill's Packers Super Bowl, I'm... 100% in on. Yeah, I like that matchup. From our new house. Yeah. I mean, we can only have Harrison and Nicole probably, but yeah, maybe Gage wants to come. Maybe Gage wants to come. I'd say invite Carl, but Carl's not coming because of COVID. Dylan might want to come. Dylan would probably come. Also known as Mark. To also Harrison. known as Mark. And, uh... I think... I mean, I'm excited to see how we settle into our new place because I think we've, uh... I think we've upgraded our sort of level... That once we take it to a new place with better organization, we know what to keep, what to fucking throw out. Yeah. I think, uh, obviously, that we need to keep some sort of cleaning schedule. Yeah, I think that's probably apparent. And uh, and no matter what, it's both a positive and a negative, but it'll be a smaller place, easier to clean. And uh, we're going to fucking get this bread. Get this bread. Like, uh, we're going to be just decorating for the two of us, and we have pretty similar tastes and where things should go we don't really argue about shit sweet golf we got three sweet sweet golf, golf deals pictures beat new pictures. beaver flag put all of our long, beer what if there's things a long up. hallway we can put that picture at the end of Probably I not, agree but if there is we need it I mean there's hallways in it we saw the tour yeah. so there's we could put them at the end of one of those hallways so that'll be cool and uh, no, no roof which uh, is painful we're not going to be able to get on a roof I wonder if we could get on the townhouse roof. I doubt it. I doubt it too. But, but it'd be cool. I'm excited to see what this place looks like. I mean, we've got the tour in two hours. Yeah. I'm excited to see. Because I enjoy a tour of just like sort of envisioning yeah, how you could to, yeah. operate in there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, uh, despite sort of this past month and moving and all that extra money and shit being a negative... I think in the long run it's a positive and we're headed for fucking bigger and brighter things. Yeah. This house has been pretty good to us. Done a lot of things. Watched a lot of football. Watched some good beaver games. Had some good friends over. Made some good drinks. Had some good times. But uh, all good things must come to an end. Had some rowdy parties. Had some rowdy parties. We're going to make the new place our new fucking place. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to be a place to place snap up. I doubt it. Maybe the parking lot. Yeah. That's got less appeal, but yeah. I mean, there might be like a nice like courtyard area where we could put a picnic table with a tabletop. Yeah. We're going to have to deal with the management. Property management being like, you guys can't play drinking games on the lawn. Last I checked, I thought this was America. To which we asked him, do you want a beer? 
Yeah. And then like, like, do, do, you want, do you want to play? It's pretty fun if you play. Don't be a fairy. Don't be a queer. Grab a beer. Yeah, we see that. T-shirt, t-shirt idea. There you go. <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know. I, I honestly, I don't have that much else. It has been, it was a shock when she was like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to renew your lease. It was like, wait, what? Kevin and I, the whole time after we found out, which was really just the day before, that whole next day, Tuesday morning, I was just thinking about like, we're going to have to shell out another sixteen fifty or two grand for a new deposit and we'll get however much back on our old deposit. No part of me even considered that she might just not renew the lease. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, we'll tell her we're getting a new roommate, and we've obviously taken care of the house, and we've been pretty ideal tenants paying through COVID and all that. And then she's just like, you guys aren't getting your lease renewed. And it's like, what? That wasn't even... That wasn't even an option. I didn't even think that that was a chance, because I... A, I've never had a lease not renewed, and B, it's like, on what grounds... Would she not? Would she have to not renew our lease? Yeah. So it just didn't even hardly cross my mind. And then she fucking dropped the hammer. <laughs> and so uh, all we've been doing for the past two weeks is cleaning. To what effect we won't know. We won't know. Other than self satisfaction, I guess. And uh, <laughs> I mean that's about it. That's about it. We've got. Uh, Got some work to do. I think uh, Harrison will help us out. Although he may show up, show up two hours late like we did to help him move in, which is fair. Yeah, we got there right as they were done. <laughs> which I didn't think was going to be the case. I was no. like, they're going to do it periodically. They'll probably really kick it in once we get there. And like we had something going on that day, so like it's not like we just fucked around. But nope, they just fucking got after it, and then we got there after it was moved in. So that's our bad, but he'll be the bigger man. Gideon down here, Ian can help us. Yeah. Come on, Ian. One fluff. Anybody who hasn't Tyson, seen this house Tyler. and wants to come down and see the house yeah. before, come on down, help us move. There's cheap tickets. If you go Thursday to Sunday, you can get a flight on Allegiant for like 60 bucks. And it's 60 bucks back on Sunday. Like you get here on Thursday for 60 bucks, you leave on Sunday, 60 bucks. That's a pretty sweet deal. And you can do it short term, like short term notice. So, Tyler, Tyson, Fluff, anybody. All of you. Fucking get down here. Have a good time. We'll buy you boys some beers. Just like Darren did back in the day. Allegedly. Allegedly. And uh, we'll fucking move the house, move into the new place, and uh, get this fucking thing kicking. Party! What else you got to do? Yeah, I mean... We'll do a podcast. I can't think of anything that would be better than helping people move in the desert. Yeah. And, and it's during a time where it's not super hot. No, it's nice. It's like 75. That's beautiful. So, Get out of that cold, dreary Oregon you'd, winter. For you'd be a, stupid not to. You'd be, you'd be really missing an opportunity. Something to chew on. And, uh, hey-o, we just fucking... Our house was pretty clean when she came to see it. It just needed dusting and the backyard needed work. As far as I'm concerned, and everybody I've talked to, not really justifiable grounds to not renew our lease, but it is up to her because she's a landlord. Yeah. And that's just how it goes. Apparently, landlords have a lot more power in Arizona than they do in, say, Oregon. Shocker. So, uh, there it is. Biden gets inaugurated tomorrow. 
Hey, really? Hey, yeah. Life pretty, goes out pretty sure it's tomorrow. So uh, that's going on. But I've pretty much stopped paying attention. For the mo- yeah, pretty much. I mean, like you hear peripheral stuff because you can't escape it. But like, <coughs> not actively seeking out information. As soon as I heard that the election was over, I was like, "All right, that's pretty much all I need to know." And then I just moved on with my life. <coughs> so much simpler that way. Yeah. Am I worried about getting extra taxed? Yes, I am. Well, you don't make enough, so don't worry about it. That's true, which is good. Although if they raise the minimum wage to 15 bucks with so many places like hardly able to stay open now because of COVID, yeah, that's going to be an issue. That's going to be an issue. Yeah, making people pay more right after they just had months of not having any income. Yeah, and considerably <laughs> Brilliant. more. Considerably more for some like states. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting. Uh, but we're only you know we're gonna see what happens. Like, my whole thing is, like, I would rather not know who the president is, and I would rather not be affected. If that's how it goes, then I am happy. Yeah. If it starts, if anything starts creeping into my life or new policies or things that, like, directly affect me, that's when it starts becoming upsetting. But until then, I don't give a fuck. I don't pay close enough attention at all. To ever really know what's going on. Like, I just get, like, headline news, basically, and then listen to Joe Rogan. Yeah. Or Tim Dillon. Yeah. Or Adam Carolla. Or Adam Carolla or Andrew Schultz. And they tell me. They They tell tell me when I need to know. Well, and you know that they get it, and so while you may differ on most things, they're going to give you... They're actually paying attention. I, I know that they're actually at least paying attention. Yeah. And... Yeah, and so I'm fine with that, but uh, you might have seen the headline of Biden appointing or is going to appoint that transgender, I guess it'd be woman, to uh, like the health, head of health or something. And she, who actually, I'm just not even going to get into that, she uh, apparently shipped a bunch of people back into fucking COVID homes, like old folks' homes when they had COVID. But then conveniently took her mother out during the same time. <laughs> and that's who he's appointing pretty much specifically because she's transgender. Nice. So making good choices on based on people's what people look like. That's that's how you want people to run a country, not based on merit or skill or talent. I don't know if that person should be in charge of health and wellness, honestly, anyways. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying she shouldn't be. But I'm not but she had the credentials. I don't yeah, give a shit. I don't care. Transgender. Yeah, but it's... Whatever. But if you're doing it because of that and they have a bad record, that's two strikes. Like, those are two reasons not to hire anybody. You yeah. shouldn't hire anybody based on their identity. Their identity, yeah. And then especially if they have a shitty record... So I don't like that. <laughs> That'd be like hiring Caitlyn Jenner to like be your chauffeur or something. Yeah. It's like, no, she... No, no. It's like hiring Caitlyn Jenner to be a head of the Gay and Lesbian Alliance, despite being the fact that Caitlyn <laughs> Jenner is against gay marriage. Gay marriage. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what it is, and it's like... 
I do. There are so many smart people who are all for it, and I can't understand why. Like, people way smarter than us, but even average people can agree that you shouldn't hire anybody based on anything other really than merit. Merit, yeah. If you have equal merit and you want to give it to somebody because of certain factors, I suppose that case could be made. Maybe. But but if you're comparing apples to apples and one person is clearly worse, but you're giving it to them based on immutable factors, that's a problem. That's an issue. It's like we're foregoing all qualifications in favor of something that they had no control over being born a certain way yeah so that's going to be interesting to play out because the identity politics is not going to go down which is like which is what you would think would happen if the left's going to move in as the leaders of the country you would think finally they got in their place and those things can finally go away but they're just going to ramp it up which is going to force the other side to ramp it up and the fight's just going to continue, but with the other side at the, at the helm now. Yeah. Which is a problem. What I would like to see, though, is... It's not going to happen. But the de-escalation of politics being in every single thing in life. Because that's really the main issue. Like, if it just stays... If politics stays in its corner, and everybody else can just go about their lives, sports can go back to fucking just being about sports, and all that shit, Whatever. But it's a continual just Hammering injecting you, yeah. of it into every single thing that both makes whatever th- thing they're injecting it into worse. It makes people worse because it continues the polarization and the arguing. And if it's omnipresent, then it's omnipresent. So the fighting never stops. Yeah. And so we need to figure out, somebody needs to figure out how to get that out of that. But I don't see it happening. If politics wasn't in that, nobody would pay attention, though. <laughs> I know. But nobody should be paying attention other than those who really care. Yeah. I mean, somebody like, should it's, be paying attention. It, well, yeah, but I but, mean, it but, should be like, on you yeah, to, pay, to attention, pay attention. Not these things to be forced, forced upon you yeah. when you don't want them. Yeah. Like, it's good for everybody to stay informed, but at this point, you can't even stay informed. Because you have to pick whatever you, your news source is. Because you can't just turn on the news and get the news. At this point, you have to pick, I think, this whatever place gives the most direct information. Yeah. But even then, people aren't picking that. They're picking, I like my ideas, I'm going to pick these people who also like my ideas, and then remind me why my ideas are good. Yeah. And we're all guilty of it. Like, everybody wants to hear their ideas reinforced because it makes you feel like you're figuring something out in this world. But But that just furthers the trenches. Yeah. When the news isn't... When the news isn't just the news and no spin, and then somebody comes along and says fake news, that's going to gain a lot of traction because yeah. it is a lot of fake news. Like yeah. when you can say fake news and then point to where they got it wrong, that's not good. No. You, that isn't good for anybody. When was the last time you even heard about like a mudslide in Argentina? Like old news stories that used to be like big mudslide in Argentina all these people are dead that used to be the big news story of the day now there's 10 news stories of the day they're all about ourselves yeah and they're all fear they're all fear based and negative people became narcissistic and then obviously then the country became narcissistic and narcissism is the last thing you want running anything the ideal people to be running the government are the exact people who don't want to do it for the right reasons yeah 
That's why George Washington was the first president. Yeah. Because he didn't want to be the president. They're like, yeah. And they're like, you're going to be the guy. (laughs) Yeah. And so he's like, all right, let's get 260 kegs of beer or it was something crazy and then like a thousand bottles of whiskey and we're going to fucking do this right. Yeah. Which is what we need to do now. Yeah. We need our Congress to just get fucking hammered together. We need to balance the seriousness with some fun. Yeah. Yeah. We need to have some... There's no friendship. You used to reach... Reaching across the aisle was an old pennant that most people would make an effort to do. And now it's like if you reach across the aisle, the people on your aisle will kill you for reaching across the aisle. Yeah. And it's like, guys, that is not what you're supposed to be doing. (coughs) No, No matter how many times I've had a thought where it's like... I think this is an interesting political point. Maybe I'm going to post this. I have stopped myself because I go, A, that's not going to help anything. B, it's going to make me look like a douche. And C, I'm just adding to the noise of people throwing shit back and forth at each other. Yeah. And everybody on Facebook and Twitter are all doing it and they go, oh, they're turning us against ourselves or they're turning us against each other. It's like, no, you guys have a huge hand doing that because you're all posting stupid yeah, shit. You're all the ones like, on there arguing. They're putting out the information, but if they put out the information it didn't go anywhere, the divide would exist, but it would be so much smaller. Yeah. It's everybody else. You guys are completely helping everybody make it worse. And everybody's going, I can't believe they're doing this to us by putting out all this stuff. It's like, yeah, you guys are the ones disseminating it. It would be nothing without you guys disseminating it yeah. and then arguing about your points. And even when somebody makes like a, like a, like a obviously false claim and then like people just like comment on it telling them they're wrong and yeah. then like it goes viral. Gaslighting more people, trolls. More people just read their false headline and take that for what it is than go through the comments and find out that it's not right. Yeah. And who doesn't love a fight? If you're at a bar and somebody starts yelling there's a fight outside, everybody Everyone. goes. Yeah. Same thing go like you don't like read reading boring comments on like some yoga video about like <laughs> oh this just made my day or yeah. my day was so much worse 30 minutes ago but you really turned my life around. No. What the comments you want to read are where somebody makes a bold claim, yeah. somebody else argues it, and then they go back and forth, and you go, "These retards are getting way <laughs> to it, to it." And they're on the internet, yeah, but you still read it because it's it's compelling. You can't help it. We're wired that way, and so the news monetizes it, and then we monetize it by our own viewership. <sighs> that's what's going on, and that's the problem. And we're gonna be fucking stuck for a while. Well, man, like fucking. How Bo Burnham says at the end of his special, like, everyone is just online. Like, everyone feels like everyone wants to know what's going on with them. Yeah. So they just put put everything online. And then other people get mad or jealous or whatever the fuck people get online. And they just talk shit and then you feel bad about yourself. It's like, well, <laughs> don't yeah. fucking do that then. I know we're we're half of the half of it is them doing it to us, and the other half, probably way more than a half, is us doing it to, ourselves. it to ourselves. Especially because we know that nobody else cares. Yeah, we want people to see what's going on with us, but ultimately, we all know that nobody gives a shit. They'll like it. Moms usually actually care, so there is a subsection of people who do legitimately care. Yeah, but. For those of us in the millennial generation, who is basically the majority of it, yeah, we all know that nobody no fucking cares. cares. Not only that, often they're like, "Fuck this asshole." Yeah, like I don't care if it's a like, a comment, or anything. Like, there's some positivity going out there, but in general, no one really cares. Yeah. Do you really feel good when you post? You go, "This makes me look like a fucking, it's fucking dumbass idiot." Yeah. Like I have things I want to share, and I go, "I'm gonna share this," and. Sometimes, but no matter what, you just go, am I an asshole who shares things? 
And the answer is yes. Yeah. But that's how like, everybody communicates now. Like, and so you also have to sort of have to keep up with the Joneses, which like is a problem. I feel like people don't care to a fault. Like, to the point where we don't ever post anything because it's like, people don't care. Unless I have a gig, pretty much. People don't give... We never take pictures. No. We don't do anything because no. we know that people don't care. The only time we take pictures is if we're, like, way dressed up, like in Santa yeah, costumes. Yeah, we're doing fucking, something goofy. But those are pictures we're taking, and those yeah. are pictures I think people appreciate. Because if yeah. I see a sweet costume, yeah, I've got no ill will towards those people. It's yeah. like solid, good costume, those shit guys like are that. <laughs> but a selfie could jump right off a fucking cliff. Yeah. Like if you're looking to date somebody, one or two selfies is not a problem. But if there's a lot of selfies, that's one of the biggest red flags I can think of. Yeah. Too many selfies that are all basically the exact same. That's a problem. Remember when selfies used to have the camera in them? Or like when you had to do it with like a digital camera? I guess the camera's in it. Well, that's not really true. Sometimes people take them in mirrors. Yeah. And sometimes people just do the front-facing camera. I don't know where I was going with that point. I don't think I could date a girl who does like the Instagram videos and just like talks. Like stories? Yeah, and just talks. Not unless they have the exact personality that really makes sense. Yeah. Like there are some people where it's like, like Tall Paul. Like, Tall Paul will do a video where he'll just be talking into it, but that's not off-putting because he's not really doing it for any for reason other than just yeah. the fuck of it. Yeah, it's the people who do it like, here's it's what's going on with yeah, me. it's like, don't, don't. It's like, nobody cares what's going on with Yeah. Me. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's a red flag. But the real problem is you can be somebody who's like against it and like you make an active thing to stop it, stop at least yourself, but the world's going to keep moving. Yeah. And so you basically have to fall in line with it because eventually that's, and it already sort of is the only way you get invited to events. Um, Dude, that's literally how, yeah, that's how you self promote. That's yeah. how you do everything. That's how you are connected to everything and everyone. And that's a huge problem. <laughs> yeah. It's not a huge problem if you look at it as a tool. Yeah. Which I think we sort of we sort of do. And but like we still really connect with like all of our friends and family and all that. But there's some people where like that's a majority of it. Like they'll still see each other in person and connect. But like a majority of it is just done online. Oh, yeah. And then because of that, it's like, well, we don't have to hang out as much. Then the amount of times hanging out, the gap gets wider. Then that's a problem. Yeah. Yeah, the, there's just no, like, human interaction. And the worst part is COVID's fucking... Making it worse. Making it way worse. Yeah. Everything's touchless. Everything's contactless. And it's like, I get it. And like, it's not going to go back to the other way because people are going to... People like that. Yeah, people like that. People, so it's not going to go back. Yeah. People are getting... Ooh. I haven't even mentioned what happened in my gig. Oh, yeah. You guys ready for this? So, I, I played... Like, basically, I SJW. I got SJW. <laughs> I got that on my resume now. I fucking played a song that I wrote called Thank You for Smoking. And essentially what it is, is it's like... I thought about like when people used to be able to smoke in bars, and it was just a lot freer time. You could really do whatever you want. And there was a sign at my work that said, Thank you for not smoking. And it's like, Thank you for smoking. What a great... You know, that's a good title. Anyways, the song's basically about freedom and all that. And I played it at my gig uh, this last Friday, and this just fat dude who was sitting at the bar, big curly hair, 
what stared at me directly at me like did not take his eyes off me for the full three and a half minute song and then when I got finished with it he immediately booed me and started chanting fascist and so I made a couple quick jokes back at him trying to shut the whole thing down and then when my turn came to play the next song I said alright I dedicate this one to the guy who just booed me <laughs> and he was like and I'll do it again <laughs> and so I played this song and then after that song which had nothing to do with anything related to what he was going to say he kept asking me if I read Mein Kampf and telling everybody that I read Mein Kampf at the bar and then I was like alright well hey welcome back to who gives a shit <laughs> and we just kept going back and forth and then um, and then I played Coronavirus and uh, it's like this one's going to make his head explode and he actually kind of found the joke in that which was actually a nice diffuser Yeah. but I mean legitimately he booed me Yelled fascist a number of times, told me that I was killing people, and told everybody that I read Mein Kampf. And it's like, I asked him from the stage, it's like, are you a real person? Like, do you people really exist? Like, it seemed like it's just some Fox News, these SJ De Like, I know that it exists, but I figured it was really small pockets. And for it to actually happen to me over a song that was pretty innocuous was uh, a hell of a shock. And, uh... Like, and so I, I put a little tweet out about what happened and, uh, everybody was commenting on it. Like, you know, fuck that guy. And how dare he? That's, you know, what a horrible person. It's like, all that's pretty much true, but also I don't really care. I thought it was funny primarily. Yeah. And no part of me is affected other than now I've got a pretty decent little story. <laughs> yeah. And so when I put it out and people started taking it seriously, it's like, oh, that's not what I meant. Don't think that I am hurt by this. Yeah. Like it was nothing but a funny experience to me. But, uh, so anyways, that happened. So that's, things are going in a great direction, as far as I could tell. <laughs> Especially because if that guy, like, met me and hung out with me. He wouldn't, yeah. It's like, dude, and thank you for smoking. It's not even that aggressive of a song. It has nothing to do with COVID. It, like, it has nothing even really to do with anything, other than... Let's be, I want freedom. Yeah. Yeah. This guy did not dig it. So, but that was, that was pretty funny. I like how that song is about how you want freedom and he calls you a fascist. It's like, that's the... <laughs> I know. That's one of the things that I keep thinking about that, like, everybody, like, Antifa, who, like, their main thing is shutting down speakers and stuff. How can so many people not just go, fascist shut down speech? All right, we, A should not call ourselves Antifa and B doesn't that make us the fascists now ultimately I think they don't care they don't care because they think they're and so they're going to call themselves anti-fascists because they're shutting down the fascists yeah but it's like no part of them has some sort of cognitive dissonance about like you guys realize the exact same thing you're arguing against is what you're doing is exactly especially what you're doing. when they're shutting down people like Jordan Peterson yeah and like like intellectual just like people who have speakers. clearly not read any of his material or like heard him speak yeah it's like what do you it's, like legitimately all he cares about is people bettering themselves bettering, and he's yeah. so clear about that like but again these same idiots called Joe Rogan far right and yeah but the problem is those people who have those ideas are slowly seeping into the higher halls of power and that's concerning because like 
major people are talking about like we got to get Fox News off major networks and all this and it's like well that's pretty much the media trying to shut down other media which is A. anti-free speech and B. everything that the US is not about yeah and I'm not saying Fox News is great it's just as bad as all the other networks agreed but only one side is calling for a, a well known news station to be completely banned that's a problem, no matter what side it's on. Well, and it would be one thing if, like, they were like, Fox News is reporting fake news. <clears throat> All our news is accurate. It's like, they're doing the same thing you're doing, yeah. just on the other side. I know. Like, you're literally doing the same shit, you're just spinning it in a way that makes your side look better. Yeah. It's not like the Democrats are literally out there just fucking helping everybody. No. <laughs> they're still people. They're just as selfish and fucking petty. Yeah, and, like... They want open borders, but they got gated communities. It's not even... It's just... They don't ever... Like... They don't actually help... Like, working people. No. They just... Move money around, and then, like, they, they say, like... Uh, like, they're gonna do... Like you said, they hired a transgender person. They just... It's like, I like that inclusivity. I like the idea behind it. But they just make their base happy, and their base is getting more, less about the strength of, like, the the strength of the economy. Yeah. And they want the strength of the people, I guess. Yeah. Which is fine, but they go out, they go about it in a way that is just not actually, like, they... I guess what they do is they raise breast cancer awareness. Yeah. It's like, I don't need awareness. Like, Let's just get the Solve cure. the problem. No shit. Or, like, stop talking about it. It's a great it. analogy. Yeah, it's like... That's exactly what they're doing. Actually take action. Yeah. Or stop talking about it. Because yeah. you're not actually doing anything. Yeah. Not only are they not, like, just raising awareness, they're really sort of making breast cancer worse. Yeah. It's, it's like, I... Well, and, like... They've got like a lot of most of them, you know, I think are still super sensible. But A, a lot of those sensible people are even getting left in the dust. Well, yeah, you can't be sensible. You have to be. Like the problem with. If you give too much to the most radical among you, eventually those people are going to come after you. Yeah. They came after everybody else and they're just working their way down until there's nobody left but them. And that's going to include like. What's the analogy? It's like when you essentially like feed a baby alligator until it's big enough to get you too. Yeah. And eventually it will because it doesn't actually care about you or your goals or anything. It's just there to eat. Yeah. And eventually if it's hungry and there's no food, it will eat you. It's a dangerous game. And, uh, but what I was thinking is like, what a perfect opportunity to, opportunity for us to finally talk about having more than two options yeah why can't we do like what other countries do where it's like we have eight options well if there's any 13 and you vote on the best ideas if there's any one thing that two parties agree on it's that they should be the only two parties yeah i know (laughs) that's the problem but like we need somebody we need some sort of Jordan Peterson-like candidate he's canadian so it won't work yeah we need some sort of guy who knows how to communicate big ideas simply simply and succinctly 
And all of a sudden, now we have five and then eight options where the radicals on any part don't have enough numbers, numbers to swing anything. Yeah. And so the general population, which I think in general is decent, and good people who make decent decisions, yeah. and yeah, who for the most part agree, then all of a sudden we can just go, that guy's got the best ideas, and then a simple even majority or four, something like that. Even if there was four candidates. Yeah. Get, like, if you had... If you had Donald Trump, Joe Biden, Andrew Yang, and like Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren or Pete Buttigieg or any of those, like if you had four people up there, Joe Biden and Donald Trump would not have won. No. There's a, if you would have had three people up there, Joe Biden or Donald Trump would not have won. Yeah. But we only get, when you only have two people, there's a pretty decent chance that both of those people are going to suck. It's basically a system designed to fail by the end. Yeah. Like... We have a real opportunity to just fucking change things up and somebody needs to... Fucking Joe Rogan needs to start talking about it. Yeah. We need... Yeah. The two-party system is just fucking dumb. Yeah. So that's the one thing that I thought about that like could especially really be a like change for the positive. Especially when they prove that the Democrats rigged the election against Bernie Sanders. Yeah. It's like, so we have two parties and like one of them was already predetermined basically. Yeah. You got to get funding basically out of it by yeah. like donors and shit. And then you just let the best ideas win. That's both great for free speech. Great for this country. I think great for most of the people in the country because every person will have to have a comprehensive plan. We get to look at the plan and we go, all right, here's a trade off on that. Here's a trade off on that, but I can live with that. And then all of a sudden we've got a system where we truly elect leaders that we want. Yeah. Not just the two people that we're stuck with. Yeah. Not the two people that the two parties forced to the top you get term limits on senators and shit which would force them to a do things and b not long enough uh, everyone's going to get corrupt to some degree but not long enough to where they're corrupt for over 40 years which is a compounding interest yeah kind of situation getting those things done especially the term limits seems impossible because the ones who could institute putting term limits in are the people exactly who don't want them to be put in yeah as far as i know with my little to no political ability but nevertheless I think we if if somebody really really good runs as a third party I think they have a real shot at getting in the debates next time around yeah Gary Johnson came close and then he ended up being a real weirdo who didn't know things <laughs> despite the fact that I did vote for him um, and so maybe the next one that comes around it's like just like somebody with really good ideas yeah Somebody, yeah. We need... Somebody not in their 70s. Yeah. We need somebody who is truly fiscally conservative and socially liberal. Yeah. With some libertarian mixed in. And here's the one that is going to be tough because I, I know that it comes up with so many people. But like... The abortion thing. Most people won't get on bored with somebody who is anti-abortion but they could be excellent on everything else but if they're anti-abortion they're gonna lose a majority of the country at this point i would imagine yeah if they're pro-abortion they're gonna lose some people but it's probably way more negligible yeah i don't know where i was going with that point but if you have a person who you would probably classify as republican but they're super socially liberal but they're really good with like economic policies 
and like proper security, not crazy, but proper security because everybody's got to be, you got to have security. Yeah. But they're anti-abortion. That's great for a subset of people, but it won't get them a W. No. It just won't. So you can't, I just don't see anybody winning with that platform. No. Even though a ton of people want it. I don't, yeah, I don't think that can be like, I think you could be anti-abortion yourself. Yeah. But I don't think you could push that agenda. That's where the libertarian part needs to come in, where you go, it's not my business, it's not my body, up to you guys. Yeah. Personally, I'm not for it, but... (laughs) And if you want to implement states' rights and states vote on it, I really have no dog in that fight. Yeah, Yeah. you probably have to drive to a different state, and that sucks, and for some people it's not economical. But the smaller the government, the better. And so, these are tough things. Yeah. All I know is the smaller the government, the better. And uh, during the times of COVID, the government's not trying to get smaller, which is what concerns me. Yeah. We're going to have a corrupt DA, DA agent or DA prosecutor as our president within the next two years. Corrupt and dirty and kept people in prison for free labor. I mean, that's just... That's just gross. Joe Biden seems like a nice old man. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. Kamala Harris seems like she's... Kamala Harris seems like a real, just unpleasant person. I don't trust her. I don't trust her at all. No. I wouldn't trust her to look over my cat. No. She looks like no matter what look is on her face, she's thinking something unpleasant. About how to kill you yeah. or about how to screw... A hundred percent. Like, I don't feel sincerity from her. No part of me... Well, yeah, no. no. She, She's a cold, calculating bitch, man. Yeah. There's no question about it. Like, you want somebody with morals that at least has some adherence to them. Like, no politician is totally adhering to their morals, let's be honest. Yeah. They're politicians. But you want somebody who you believe that they actually do this or something. Like, (coughs) uh, I just don't trust her. No. (sighs) She's just waiting for Joe Biden to bite the dust. He needs to get himself a food taster. (laughs) I don't think she has to kill him. I think he's... Well, that's the thing is... Sure, I'm pretty sure he's already on borrowed time. He, yeah. We're just going to have stuttering press conferences and just this evil woman behind her with her fucking finger on her temple just staring at him. Just counting down the minutes. <coughs> and that goes into effect tomorrow, so... We got that going for us. And I think it's like 25 minutes to get to our place. I got a text from Clark. Let me just take a look here. Uh oh. He said, Hey, Austin, I just talked to the agent. She has two strong applicants that just sent in their applications. I don't want to waste your time and go show you a house that might not be available. <laughs> she said to call tomorrow afternoon to see if they didn't go through. What are you thinking you want to do? Sounds good. That's unfortunate. <laughs> that is unfortunate. That's just another moment in the saga of the boys.
something. Yep, 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 yep. So, now we pretty much are relying on this. We're relying, K. Okay. Here's the deal. On Thursday, maybe a place comes up and we just get a move. Yeah. If not, we may have to live with a friend for a couple weeks with our stuff in storage until that place comes open on February 26th, which I am not too worried about. We'll throw them some money. We'll, uh, whatever. But I want that apartment. I think, I think that's the one that we're going to be able to really make happen. And, uh, it's going to work. It's going to work. <laughs> but that's a bummer. I really wanted to have a nice backup. Uh, yeah, I know. I mean, cause like if we could have just put in the application and she said yes, then I would have just been down. Just like, all right, let's pull the trigger on it. With two strong applicants, that's not great. That is not great. Oh boy. It just keeps it just keeps fucking punching us right in the face. Right in the nads too. Just a cut just a fucking quick jab in the face and a dick kick. So uh Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we'll uh <coughs> we'll let you know <coughs> sort of what happens on uh, next episode, which will hopefully have a lot more information hopefully by the time answers. we record the next one. But uh, we're just going to go out on this uh, little bad boy here as soon as uh, uh, Good times, good times. Tyson, Tyler, anybody. Cheap flights, Thursday through Sunday, Allegiance. Sometimes coming into the Mesa Airport, sometimes Phoenix Sky Harbor. I suggest you look into it because it could be fun. It, it will, will be, be fun. fun. Starts off <laughs> a dark stage and then a beam of light, and you can see me and my guitar. In the end of time, there was a man who knew the road, and the writing was written on the stone. And then a thin layer of fog comes in around my ankles. Roadies, that means dry eyes. We're going to talk about this later. In the ancient time, an artist led the way, but no one seemed to understand. Shines, Freddy. In his heart he knew the artist must be true, but the legend of the rent was way past due. And then, Katie, you come in with the bass. Well, you think you'll be just fine without me, but you're mine. You think you can kick me out of the band, and then, Zach, you come in with a face melter. Okay? Well, it's just one problem there. The band is mine! How can you kick me out of what is mine? And then, shh, Hawaii Five-O, you ever see that show? Okay, well, there's a drum solo in it. You're not hardcore. Unless you live hardcore. And then, 
That's where I want the backup singers to be like, well, you're not hardcore. No, you're not hardcore. Unless you live hardcore. Unless you live hardcore. But the legend of the ranch was way hardcore. Boom! 